Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird, arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and a call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yes, welcome back to the only podcast that's being entirely built from the inexperienced and slightly demented ramblings of a 19-year-old me, as recorded in my 1989 Collins Diary. It's a trip back in time to 1989 if it were entirely sourced from just my version of events. And obviously, most of those events revolve around me or me inserting me into them or me looking for ways to make it about me or me giving my thoughts on them or me. So basically just teenage drama wrapped up and delivered to you in podcast form. As retold from page after page of my self-absorbed anecdotes, relentless timekeeping and largely featureless memories. To fast track ourselves back into 1989, we always revisit what was charting this week in 89 via chartbeats.com.au. And this time around, Aerosmith were trying to make love in an elevator at 48. John Williamson was having a boogie with my baby at 47. Prince had Party Man at 42. Roxette wanted to listen to your heart at 36. And the new kids on the block featuring Hollywood actor Mark Wahlberg's older brother, Donnie Wahlberg, were hanging tough at 29. If you say so, new kids. Of course, Donnie's younger brother, who we now know as a hugely successful Hollywood actor, spent the late 80s trading as Marky Mark with his musical entourage, The Funky Bunch. They've both had successful music careers and both of them have movie careers too. Mark's is way bigger than Donnie's. Ooh, uh, careers, I mean. You can see Donnie being a killer in the opening scene of The Sixth Sense. He also had a recurring role in Saw 2 through to Saw 5, and he's done a heap of TV series work too. He's also an internet radio DJ, wicked, and currently stars on US police TV drama Blue Bloods. Hey, coming up in this episode, a sudden blackout means I better learn how to kickstart a generator in the dark. Quick smart, so butch. I get a tarot reading, reluctantly chew my way through a rather hairy and very piggy-smelling serving of roast pork. There's outside broadcasts to do, a script to voice that I don't even understand. I invite some random guys visiting from Retrovision Perth to a party at the radio station's share house. I know. Calm down, Kino. Who the fuck actually does that? 
Apparently me. When the party finally arrives, there's a split lip to deal with, plus Dave and his girlfriend Avril get their drink on, break up and call off their engagement. Thankfully, I'm there so I can spend my time wondering if this will affect me or delay my holiday. So thoughtful in all the wrong ways. To help me deal with all of that, let's usher in another one of my besties. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's the best roomie I ever had. Sorry to all the other ones. <laughs> Brianne Keefe, welcome back. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm back. Yeah, I had to have you back. We're down to final episode territory, so I could not go a final episode without you being a part of it. Congratulations, firstly. How many now? Well, by the end of this, we'll be at 48, and you are sitting at number 42, ma'am. Wow, 48 episodes. I know. Can Almost. you believe I did something? <laughs> No. Achieved something? No. I saw something through the end, Mac. <laughs> Seriously, this is a major achievement. I know. This is, this is big. This is over 40 episodes of your own podcast. Like, who are you? So much shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, so much who shit. Knew? Who knew? Yeah, 40 episodes worth of, no, it's, qu- it's quality broadcasting. It's quality yeah. content. Yeah, or I've just lost my mind and I'm just continuing to struggle through. (laughs) No, I mean, but this is, it's a year now, correct? Well, yeah, by my birthday, July 13 is when I started it. So, yeah, thank Christ I'm going to have it finished before my birthday. (laughs) It's a pretty big achievement in a year to have knocked off, you know, almost, it's almost one a week when you look at it. Well, yeah, originally it was going to be two episodes a week, which is how it started. And the final episode was going to fall on Christmas Day, which poetically would have meant the first episode came on my birthday, the last episode came on Christmas Day, the gifts are all yours. But then I got kind of sidetracked and people weren't available and now it's the next year and I'm going to try and get it done before this birthday. Yeah, but then also we had dun-dun-dun COVID. I know. That happened as well. Well, yeah, this actually helped me through a lot of COVID action, thank Christ. But then, you know, things relaxed and I was like, sod the podcast, I'm going outside. (laughs) (laughs) The <laughs> COVID has actually been an inspiration for this podcast. Yeah. There have been some things that have come out of COVID and this podcast is actually one of them. Yep, and also I don't bite my fingernails anymore and I gave up marijuana. Oh, you did not give up marijuana. I have. I don't believe that for a moment. Well, I'll ingest oh. it. I'm just not going to smoke it. <laughs> All righty-o. So, so, like a cookie's okay? Yeah, or a gummy bear. A gummy bear? Yeah. Are they homemade? No, God, I don't know how to make candy, but I've got suppliers. <laughs> I'm saying too much. <laughs> Let's save this for next time. I'll bring you some gummies. Where do you get those from, of, of, of the interwebs? Oh, from a contact. <laughs> <laughs> how modern. I know. How very modern. Anyway. This is meant to be about my diary, not about my ridiculous addictions. <laughs> um, to reset, Marianne and I used to live together. <laughs> We've been through a lot. The 90s are just a blur. None of us really know how she even got those children that she now has. Are they even hers? <laughs> All right. <laughs> they are. Just so you know. Should we get stuck into the diary? <laughs> yeah, why not? It's while we're here. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. This was written on October Sunday the 22nd. At uh, 12.22am. Didn't arise from bed until 12.30 today. Story of my life. Sat around the house, went and saw Judy about four today. Washed some clothes and rung dad and mum. Sounds weird saying dad and mum. Isn't it normally mum and dad? Meh. Shouldn't have been rang? Oh, yeah. Should be rang instead of rung. But hey, 20-year-old me was a 
tool. I uh, talked for a while. That's what you do when you make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Went to work about 5.40 specific. My shift went okay. Mm-hmm. Only one problem. We had a blackout. Not knowing how to start the generator. <laughs> how many weeks in is this? 42 weeks into the job and I don't know how to start a generator in a place where they yeah. have cyclones. <laughs> uh, anyway, not knowing how to start the generator and being in a totally dark room, I stumbled around in the dark, knocking things over. I finally found it and got the generator started. Mate, if there's anything I knew... Oh, you go. Yeah, if there's anything I knew what to do at 20 was pulling on things. And I got that generator started. Ooh. <laughs> uh, wrote more to Wrote more in my letter to Nicole. I've just got home, and you'll love this, and I'm currently listening to my tarot card reading that mum got done for me. <laughs> it's really fantastic to hear what the cards... So, so they are incredible. Oh, what? It's really fantastic to hear what the cards, and I think I meant to say say, but instead I've put so. Um, They are incredible. Some of the things they say are eerily correct. It's great. Oh. Night, 12.32 (laughs) a.m. There's no recollection. What did the cards say? How could you write that whole diary entry about this amazing tarot card reading and not include what the cards say? Exactly. How could I, Brianne? How could I? (laughs) And, look, I'm guessing you don't remember. (laughs) The beauty of it is if you'd written it down, you would have gone, oh, my God, that all came through. Yeah. Once again, another point where there's no real information we want, just a bunch of crap no one's really interested in. Let's have more of that, thanks. That's frustrating. (laughs) All right, this is uh, Monday, October 23. It was written at 1.33am and in the top corner I've written 15, which is 15 days till I go back to Adelaide for my first ever holiday. Today is another typical day off. Working at 11am, oh, waking. (laughs) For a second then I thought it said wanking, but no, it's waking at 11am. Likely it did. Probably. That's probably why I got up at 11 because I really got up at (laughs) 7 but didn't rise from bed. (laughs) Um, I had a shower and headed into town with Dave. No mail, nothing else much. Oh, God, mate. Just write about a tarot from the yesterday, and then at least. I came home and watched TV. <laughs> Started washing some more clothes. We cooked tea. Oh, we had roast pork, which was fairly gross. The crackle had hairs on it. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, 89 pork. It used to have hairs. <laughs> what do you mean it had hairs on it? Well, like all- pig. All pigs have bristles, like little toothbrush bristles, and they sort of scrape them off or burn them off or something. Oh, no. Yeah. And you ate that? Well, apparently, yeah. The crackle had hairs on it, which always puts me off. Go figure. It looks like human flesh. (laughs) And the meat smelt really piggy, which also makes me feel sick. Oh, my God. This is... Apologies to the vegans and the vegetarians right now. There is one good thing, though. We had roast potatoes and carrots, along with cauliflower cheese and boiled cabbage with garlic, onion and bacon and paprika mixed into it. That was all very nice. Been watching TV till now. Night, 1.40am. So most of that was about a rotten pig that I ate. (laughs) Yeah, and you can give a very detailed description as to how your cabbage was cooked. 
But right. you still haven't given me any idea of what the tarot cards said. I know. It's just one disappointment after another. <laughs> like, like your obsession with food. I mean, yeah. we're all a bit obsessed with food. Come on. I'm not, I'm not pointing. I'm not being judgy, judgy. I'm not pointing the but finger. you are looking at my gut. <laughs> but I, no, I'm not looking at any anatomy, any body part. But I have to say that the attention to detail when it comes to food mm. is a little bit disarming yeah. because... <laughs> The boiled cabbage recipe, right. I, mean, I don't know that it's one that I really would probably want, but we got it right down to the garlic and paprika. It's, yeah. yeah. And I kind of feel yeah. like it shouldn't have been boiled. It maybe should have been sautéed with the garlic, onion and bacon and the paprika because that would actually be Is nice. That what you mean? Probably. Is that actually what you mean? I didn't know what yeah. sautéed was back then. I just went, oh, it's been boiled. <laughs> it's boiled cabbage mm. with a bit of paprika and garlic Stop and whatever else. Stop it, 1989. You're so enticing and mouthwatering. All right, mm-hmm. let's take in uh, <laughs> Tuesday, October 24. This was written at 11.36 p.m. Oh, it says a.m., yeah. but it is p.m. because there's no mm. way I wrote this in the morning. Tired tonight. Obviously, you didn't write p.m. instead of uh, putting down a.m. So I'm in bed and I'll read until I'm ultra tired. What? Ultra tired. So I can't be tired. I've got to be ultra tired before I sleep. Ultra tired. Yeah. Got up about 11 this morning. Had a great breakfast of, oh, my God, strawberry yogurt and watermelon. <laughs> oh, a great breakfast. Strawberry yogurt and watermelon. Why don't you just have a bowl of Cocoa Pops, mate? It's enough sugar. Weirdo. Weirdo. That is weird. Because watermelon's so yeah, watery. I, 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 I don't think I ever saw you have once. No. Strawberry yogurt. That's not you at all. But that apparently in 89, it was a great breakfast. Uh, washed my a last diet. load of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly would have thought that that was a good diet food. Started tidying up my bedroom and started with my drawers. Threw out all the junk. That's not true. You're a cancerian. You probably still have some of it in your cupboards right now. Well, all the useless junk. I'm too... Oh, here we go. I'm too possessive to throw out all the junk. (laughs) It's too sentimental. Uh, Hello, cancerian. Water, water, water. Right. Walked into town and checked my finances. Oh, that would have been depressing. Oh. I pulled out yeah. some money and bought some magazines. Remember when we used to do that? Magazines <laughs> are everywhere. Boxes yeah. and boxes. And you would actually keep yeah. them, like archive them, put them in yeah. your shelving. Yeah, pull them up. What losers. I also bought... <laughs> we weren't losers. What That's losers. Also paid off my lay-by. I caught a taxi oh, home. Lay-by. Remember those snazzy oh, things? I do, but the boys asked me recently what a lay-by was. What, what's a lay-by, Mum? What do you do? And this concept of uh, sort of buying something and they put it away behind the counter and then you have to come back for it at a period, you know, in the future, a time in the future. Yeah. They just thought it was the weirdest thing they'd ever heard of. But I did think the other day that after pay – is like electronic lay-by. Yeah. In some ways, it's you, you get the item. Right? You get the item straight away, don't you? Yeah, but you delay the payment. So yeah. it's a kind of thing of paying it off. And you, but, you yeah, used to have to make just... payments in instalments and they would have whole yeah. sections in the back of supermarkets and department stores yep. where they would keep all the lay-by items 
And if you stopped yep. making a payment, they would just keep the item and keep your cash. That's exactly right. That was your penalty. And you have to make regular payments. So every two weeks or whatever it was. And if you didn't, you defaulted as well. And they kept it. It was brutal. It was a jungle out there. That was back in, in the days when we all got paid weekly as well. In cash with coins. Oh, in a little right. envelope. <laughs> so yeah. unnatural. The handwritten pay slip. That's right. And you, could, day. and you could flick through them all and see what everyone else got. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you did that. Never, never. Um, Anyway, I caught a taxi home, although I should have walked, and then I've gone, dash, and then in capitals, lazy, with a question mark and two exclamation points. Had tea around 7.30-8. Watched TV and then called Nicole. Doesn't say. We don't know. Details, mate. Details. Called Nicole, but she wasn't home. So I talked to Ian. That's her dad, my uh, dad's brother. And then I rang Kerry. We talked for a while. Night, 11.43am. For fuck's sake, mate. Some details! Yeah, I mean, it's sorely lacking in in certain... It really is. And um, I'm glad that 48 episodes have not improved in any way, shape or form. (laughs) I just still, I still really admire the perseverance, the commitment to the cause. I admire the resilience. And the fact that... just kept going. I thought I was engaging, clearly... (laughs) Because I just kept so, doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, no, we were engaging, just, you know. <laughs> By ridiculing I don't know who. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know who, but you were engaging. Though. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, this is Wednesday, October 25. It was written at 12.28am. Woken at 8.30 this morning by Jet Set Tours. Wow. <laughs> Told me my flight had been rescheduled to leave at 11.30 instead of 10.30. Wow. Once upon a time, travel agents and airlines actually called you and talked to you about changes. Who knew? Once upon a time, planes yeah, left and flight. went somewhere. Although this is around the pilot strike, so yeah, there weren't a lot okay, of flights. Okay. Went back right. to bed and slept till 11. Had breakfast. No details. We're assuming probably watermelon and strawberry yogurt. Watched TV okay. and washed my jag tops that I bought yesterday. Oh, the lay-by. Some information. Mm-hmm. Drip dry and shade and all that stuff. <laughs> what the fuck? You did not write that. I Tell wrote me that. I wrote drip wow. dry in shade and all that stuff. Wow. Sometimes wow. the details you give are the details no one wants. Walked to work at about 1.30. Pulled my records for my shift. Started on my ads for the day. Not much to do, really. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Later in the afternoon, I recorded my voiceover for Woodside. Fingers crossed they pick me because Woodside was looking for a voiceover artist for their ah. educational videos. And gosh, they would have loved 20-year-old me talking your way through it. All you need to do is grab the iron ore, etc., etc. And I take it you didn't get the job. I did not get the job. But I did say, oh. fingers crossed they pick me. Extra money if they do. Good experience too. <laughs> There's no oh, way they were going to pick look you. Look at you. I know. Delusional little flog. <laughs> oh, look at you. Let's just hope you don't have to understand what you're talking about because I've got no chance of any understanding whatsoever. <laughs> Confident. Shift went well. Not too many problems. Shopping day tomorrow. Nighty night, 12.35am. <laughs> you were up very late most nights, weren't you? Yeah. And still, no information. <laughs> I was awake for hours on end. But no information. You were, it was rare for you to go to bed before 1am. Yeah. But you always, but then you would sleep late. That was the other thing. But yeah. do you still do that? Yeah. Well, like tonight well, where we're recording, Geordie's going to be working till probably five or six. So I'll probably stay up till three or four so that I can sort of sleep later in the day with him and get up when he does. 
Oh, really? Like I need an excuse. Even if it wasn't working, I'd still stay up late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Thursday, October 26, written at 1.02am. Absolutely fabulous day today. Woke at nine oh. early. Went into town with Dave and Avril. Had breakfast in town. No details. Did the weekly shopping. Fixed up my plane ticket. Went home and unloaded the shopping. Oh, for fuck's sake. Got to work at about two. Did a couple of ads and then panelled for Mark down at his live broadcast at Caratha Retrovision for their first birthday sale. Oh, now I've gone to sell mode. (laughs) I went down just after five and had a look around. I was on air from six till nine at the shop and then at nine I hopped in the car and quickly drove back to the station and continued my shift till midnight. Oh, getting value for money, you motherfuckers. Now it's off to Betty Buys. Night, night. 1.07am. P.S. Only 12 days till Adelaide, and then I've got inverted commas, dot, dot, dot. Wow, wee, yippee, yay, hooray, dot, 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 inverted commas. All written in capitals. Wow. What an utter... But it was an ab-fab day. You did say that. Absolutely fabulous day, Marianne. Absolutely Fabulous, darling. It gets Fabulous. worse. Wait till, you, wait till you hear what I do next. It, it does. Oh, no. I can hardly wait. <laughs> I know. Well, Go to the toilet if you want. I'll be here. Uh, this is Friday, October 27, written at 12.11am. Another fantastic day. I got up at nine and showered. <laughs> it doesn't take Ooh, much. That's early for you. Really? It's two really? days in a row, too. Yeah. Went to work about 9.50. Picked my records and got stuck into my ads. General feelings around the station are that everyone is in a great mood and it just makes the day go so much smoother and everything is easier. Duh. Yes, Mary Poppins. Apparently. For you. Oh, my God. Oh, I've lost you. That's all right. I just got a 10, 10% on my uh, phone. Dull. Rang Dad about midday. Short talk about coming home. Oh, so there's some details instead of we talked. Went to the live broadcast about 1.45. Went on air at 2. Had an absolutely fantastic shift. Richie was there for bits of it. We just had a great time all around. Finished at 6pm and had a couple of beers with the lads from Perth up for the Retrovision sale. What? I had beers with the lads? I don't think I've ever heard you use that language, ever. Me neither, and I reckon this is the only instance it's ever happened. Um, Yes. They're up from Perth for the Retrovision sale. I invited them to the party tomorrow. <laughs> oh, look at you go. What a tool. You invited the lads to the party, did you? Yep. Probably thought one of them was hot. Got home about yeah, exactly 7.15. Right. You've got your eye on the prize there. Oh, yeah. What a total virgin. <laughs> <laughs> got home about 7.15 with a new hire video under tow. What? Rang mum and dad. Oh. <laughs> Now to sleep. The higher videos. Remember that? Yes. Remember the higher videos? And there was no, it's Long under toe, but I didn't say what the video was. <laughs> no, of course you didn't. That'd be too much detail. Yeah. Now to sleep. 12.19am. Oh, no nights. All right, and here's our final entry. It is uh, Saturday, October 28. It was written at 3.58am. Ooh, it's a lady. Wow. Yeah, Major yeah. dilemmas tonight, and dilemmas is spelt D E L E M A apostrophe S. <laughs> it is not. Apparently, it is when I'm 20. <laughs> Shame on you. 
stuff the rest of the day. My shift was good. Party had its great moments, but it also had some bad ones too. Some guy tripped Mm. over and split his chin open. I actually still remember this. Avril and I took him to hospital. He had three stitches put in. And if anyone knows, when you break your face, lots and lots of blood comes out. Do you remember? Do you have a look at it? I actually do. There was so much blood. We were all cut, drunk. Um, (laughs) Dave and Avril had a fight, and it looks like the engagement is off, including the relationship. (laughs) Dave came out and said that he was going home to Adelaide and that it was all over. Here we go. This is is, is me, my favourite part. I'm not being too rude if I wonder, what the hell happens to me? (laughs) <laughs> Do I not get to go home now? What happens? Question mark, question mark. It would be an understatement to say I'm slightly pissed off. Although I feel sorry for Dave and Avril. I hate to say I knew it was going to happen, but you can't tell him. Oh, well, night, 4.06am. Oh. Hang on, hang on. So much nothing happened for this whole week of diary entries. And then everything's happened. Broken face, engagement right. off, relationship over. He's going back to Adelaide. No, no, no. But what's David Everall going to Adelaide got to do with you going to Adelaide? Well, what are you not going to go if they don't go? Dave was originally from Adelaide and because they'd broken up, he decided he was going to quit his job and go home. And that then immediately made yes. me think, but I'm meant to be going on holidays in 10 days. If he goes home, I won't be allowed to go on holidays. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. So, you know. And then. It's so selfish. Surely they kissed and made up. Checking over the page. Don't you remember? The following day, which will be in the next episode, says, looks as if Dave and Avril might be patching things up. Oh, my God. Dave has this terrible reaction to alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) It's called being off your face. Yeah. And being irrational. You can't leave me hanging like this. I mean. Well, I'm sorry. But your episode's finished, my lady. What happens to Dave and Avril? Do you get on the plane back to Adelaide? Oh, gosh. I mean, these questions. You'll just have to listen like everyone else, Marianne. Oh, I just, I love the trip down memory lane again. (laughs) It just takes me back and um, my face aches from just thinking about all those times. I mean, they were ridiculous, but they were the best times they truly were. of our lives, right? If only I'd recorded down some of the actual interesting things that happened. No, you, you, you did have some pearls this time around, I have to say. True, true. Hey, um, thank you yeah. so much for joining me on this episode, and it's the last one we'll do together. Yes, the final episodes. Right. Yes, well, I look forward to hearing them and, and seeing how it all ended. Yeah, do you, though? Yeah, no, I do, true. <laughs> Such a good liar. <laughs> Hey, uh, in the next episode, I'm going to discover an empty beer can dumping site in our own backyard. Dave and Avril recover from their party blowout and start patching things up. I oh, see. I've got an answer there. Uh, but not before I record my thoughts and feels about seeing my very first angry drunk dude. I'm judgmental as fuck. Huzzah for reliving my brutal 20-year-old honesty. It's also my final week before I fly home to Adelaide. Or do I bus? Or do I do a bit of both? Neville calls me into his office for a talking to, but this time it's different. There's carpet glue to sniff, sore backs to deal with, and I forget to organise my holiday pay. Naturally, in every episode, we try to help amplify Indigenous voices. And this episode, I'm going to shine the spotlight on the curiecircle.com.au. They create 
contemporary Aboriginal designed and inspired jewellery made from sustainable source timber. It's all painted and finished by hand. Laura, the creator of these works, hopes to tell a story with each piece and also celebrate the culture, history and identity of Aboriginal Australia. So give it a visit at the Koori Circle on socials or at T-H-E-K-O-O-R-I-E circle.com.au. There's only six more episodes to come before we shut the door on this uh, podcast. Of course, we need to say a huge props to the animated DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme tune. Tom Muchley to Jess Alenko for all the other elements. Please share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy a guffaw at my teenage incompetence and a revisit to how it was in 1989, if you like it being a really foggy revisit. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts. Hit us up on the socials at 1989.2. And until the next episode, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye.